Well, hello, what's going on? This is TJ Murphy, and welcome to another episode of Adventurous Entrepreneurs. My guest today is Tyler Kynert. From being broke and going through bankruptcy, climbing out of that hole, and finding his way, Tyler is an example of no matter what happens in life, you can change it. Hard work, consistency, passion, and a positive mindset. It's all you need. And in this conversation, we dive into how Tyler has achieved the life he wants to live by turning a passion into a career that he loves and how you can too. Just a few of the golden takeaways Tyler shares in this episode are why bankruptcy isn't the end and can actually create a new beginning, how to market and grow a solopreneur business effectively from day one, and lessons learned from being a professional head football coach. So without further ado, this is Tyler Kynert and me. Welcome to the Adventurous Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Murphy. Since quitting my corporate nine to five and starting a business while backpacking through Asia back in early 2017, I've had the privilege of learning from some incredibly adventurous entrepreneurs. Through these conversations and my own journey, I've learned that much like in life, entrepreneurship is an adventure. On this podcast, I explore the journeys of top performing leaders in their fields. These wide ranging conversations include tactical business advice, how I built this insights, lessons in leadership, life hacks, travel stories, favorite hobbies, and insights into living a purposeful and joy-filled life. Adventures await us, so let's dive in. Hey, hey, Tyler. Welcome to Adventurous Entrepreneurs. How's it going, man? It's good to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, man. It's my pleasure. I've been looking forward to having you on ever since we first met. And I'm going to get a little woo-woo here for a sec. You know... That feeling when you can sense somebody's passion and just see that your values and personalities align and you, you just get like a little tingle of excitement and connection when you first talk to them. And I don't know, maybe that's just me and I'm being weird, but I totally got that the first time we chatted and I know you have a ton of great insights to share. So let's dive into it, man. Hey, first of all, I appreciate that, man, because I, I, I felt the same way when we talked. I, I felt like we, you know, vibed on a lot of like some bromance. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of <laughs> similar interests and stuff. So I appreciate sure. that. But yeah, no, I thanks for having me. Like I said, um, yeah, yeah, man, I, I'm course. excited to talk about what uh, whatever questions you have for me, man, because uh, yeah, I have lots of things to share, lots of stories, and I've been through lots of things, ups and downs through business and, you know, life. So totally, I'm man. to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've been on a journey. Like you said, lots of, lots of ups and downs, bumps in the road, but here you are turning your passion into a thriving career and you've got a story to tell. So what led you to become the adventurous entrepreneur you are today? Oh man. Uh, honestly, that might've started when I was young. Uh, I was always into, you know, let me get out there and do a car wash. Let me get out there and sell some lemonade. When I was a kid, I was always like trying to let my parents let me do something like that. Or on the other side of things, I had a lot of opportunities to grab a video camera and play around with my parents' video camera and make a lot of like movies at home. My friends and I would make tons of movies when we were kids. And that's kind of like where a lot of the passion behind that started because I had so much fun doing that when I was a kid. But 
besides that, uh, man, I growing up, I always loved being able to do the things that I love to do. <laughs> Not, I'm, I know how cliche that sounds, but no. my 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 passion behind like, all right, I wanted to be my own you know, my own business owner. I wanted to be my own boss. I, you know, I wanted to be able to create my own schedule. That all started way before, you know, like I even thought about being a photographer. So when I, when I was 15 years old, I started doing a newspaper route and my, my mom really was just like, you need to, you know, start paying some bills and I'm not always going to pay your bills. And she kind of was like the motivator behind that. And my mom has always been a very a passionate lady herself. She has always been very, very motivated to, you know, work hard and do multiple jobs and help a lot of people and stuff like that. And so I always had those type of people in my life to see, you know, some influence behind, all right, I need to not be lazy, get up off the couch, go get some things done. And so, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it also, yeah, I mean, having those, those role models, like, especially from your mom, my mom was the same way. She, yeah. she worked hard, man. She worked late. She worked long weeks and, you know, eventually got to a point where she was able to kind of semi-retire and spend more time with the kids. But when I was growing up, like both my parents, they, they worked hard and, and they weren't always around. And I knew that, that they were, you know, busting their butts for us. And it, it really set the stage for me to, to know what hard work really meant. But what I loved what you said. It was like doing what you love, because I mean, that's what you're doing now. You're, you're a photographer, you're passionate about photography. And I'm curious, what, what has the experience of building your business been like for you? And what, what advice do you have for folks who may not be chasing something that they're actually passionate about? They're just, they built a business because it was lucrative, but they hate it or they're, they're stuck in a job and they want to make a shift. What was that shift like for you that allowed you to take the leap? It's, it's scary at first. I think it's scary for a lot of people that are like, I don't want to not have that steady income. And I think that's always, you know, the worry for a lot of people. But for me, it was more about, all right, I've worked, like I said, since I was 15 years old, basically half my life now, I've been working jobs that I, I did not like or love. And I felt just tired and beat up and I'm not even that old yet I'm I'm like I'm you know I'm talking to you know millions of people that could be you know feeling the same way but for me I was just like I'm gonna make a change you know so I had an opportunity where I was working a job that I was only working four days a week and so I was able to plug photography in for those other three days of the week and so I was able to do quite a bit of photography but when I was working my last job, the, our bosses pulled us in one day and told us that they weren't, we weren't going to, we were shutting down, they're shutting down the business. All right. And so I was just like, all right, I'm going to go full steam ahead into photography and dive right into this. And I had already been doing photography for like two years ahead of that. And so I had a little bit of, you know, clientele built up and stuff like that. And jumping into it, doing it full time was scary, but I think it's a great feeling when you have that free will to create your own schedule, 
be able to work with people that you want to work with. You're happy with working with them because the end of the day, coming home and feeling like you just hate your job and hate that day-to-day process that gets so tiring and man we only got one life to live so man amen be happy man be happy try to be doing what you like to do and it's not easy for everybody to do but no I try to to preach it (laughs) for sure man it's not easy man and you know I don't I don't want to ever make it sound like starting a business is is an easy thing to just jump off and and start doing because you need to have that security to be able to, to start a business. And I always tell people, you know, if, if it is something that you can side hustle and you've got stable income and you've got the time, like you did, like what a gift there to have those three days where you could really build a foundation, Mm -hmm. get your clients, have some experience, build up your portfolio, create some reputation for yourself. And then, you know, life just threw you that curveball, which kind of a curveball, but that ended up being a blessing in disguise. Like, all right, now you're, the rugs pulled out from under you. You don't have a job, but hey, you put in the work and you've got something that now you can really lean into and and turn into something you're passionate about. So I love exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I saw it. You know, I was just like, this was an opportunity for me to take that leap and, you know, dive headfirst into photography. But photography was an interesting business to just start because it's like, man, anybody there's so many people who are photographers out there or claim they're photographers anyone you need anybody with a camera can be a photographer but (laughs) yeah exactly and there's so many little editing apps nowadays that can really help people edit photos and stuff like that but for me I was just like all right how do I you know sell something that people don't really need and for me it was the passion and you know the story and like I do mainly weddings. So storytelling was a huge thing for me. It was like, how do I tell these, this couple's love story? How do I show their, their, their love and how they, how they feel about each other in the best photos or the best video that I possibly can, you know? And so it was just a different approach. I tried to, I tried to take to photography, like, oh, I'm not the best photographer. I'm, I'm not going to go out there and tell you that, I'm the best photographer in the US or Oregon or whatever, but I'll, I'll work hard and I will do my best to give you the best photos that I can absolutely give you. And I will do my best to tell your story and, you know, give you the best product. And, and I think, you know, having that relationship with my clients was, you know, is a huge part of it as well. And so, yeah. And so starting the business into photography was all right, let's, let's do good photos for one and then the other one was let's have you know someone on the other side of the camera that people actually like and that they're actually gonna enjoy shooting photos with and I've become friends with a lot of people that I meet and shoot photos with and it's a cool part of this I meet a lot of cool people through through photography <laughs> dude 100% I mean the human element is so often I think what is missed in in most businesses having those really personal touch points like building relationships with your clients. If you're a service-based business, Mm -hmm. having like that human element, even if it's software, like you need to talk to people like they're human and create value on that human level. And I mean, your work speaks for itself. You've got an amazing portfolio. Clearly you've been able to capture and and really tell some amazing stories for your clients and weddings are tough, man. That's a lot of pressure because (laughs) yeah, let me tell you those brides and the bride's moms, especially (laughs) they want everything 
just perfect. right. <laughs> yeah, you want it perfect. Exactly. And if it's not perfect, and if you're not that smiling face on the other side of the camera that provides an amazing experience, they're going to chip away at you. And <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I've been very lucky. I've got to work with a bunch of amazing people. But speaking of portfolio, for me, that was one of the main things. When I was first starting my business, I was just like, all right, I need to have a great website. And I feel like a lot of people are missing out on that. They feel like, all right, I'm going to just go off Instagram. I'm going to just go off Facebook, but that's, I'm telling people hard way to go (laughs) Telling people right now. That's not enough because I get so many leads from my website. Like the majority of my leads come through my website and it's yeah. Having a, a nice, you know, well-developed webpage that people can go to see all your work, you know, go through and, and read about you, see photos of you, see who you are, contact you easily. It's very important to have. I, I, I recommend everybody who's starting a business get a good website. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be the first thing you focus on, no. but it definitely needs to be there because yes. just using photography as an example, like I'm sure you're listed on all of those wedding sites where people can find and look Everywhere. at reviews and they're all going to come where to your website. Like yeah. they want to see that credibility. They don't want to just go to your Instagram and Facebook. They're going to want to look at those too. So you should have those and make them look good. The website is the hub. That's your virtual office where they're going to actually learn about you and and get that first human experience, ideally, if you've set it up right, that ultimately leads them down the path to choosing you or at least having that first consultation. And for you, you know, I'm sure you're also focused on on the SEO and making sure that the site's findable online and that's where you're getting a lot of those leads. Yeah, the Google listing is very important as well. Like I, I try to get a lot of my clients and the people that I work with to, you know, give me Google reviews and, you know, yeah. recommendations and stuff like that, because a lot of people go and look at those and read those and those are important. So yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a, a good, you know, landing on, you know, Google searches is important as well, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's not just the people that are looking at those reviews. It's the Google algorithm itself. Yeah. Like it's a huge factor in determining who's going to show up where in the search results. So exactly. Yeah, I always tell my clients that don't have reviews. I'm like, you, you've been sleeping on this, but you, you can't sleep forever. Like look at your competitors. They've all got 50, hundred, 200 plus reviews. Now it's going to be really hard for you to catch up with yeah. that. And it's yeah. harder to go back and ask clients for reviews months or, or years later. So start now if you're listening start now (laughs) yeah and 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 for people like me you know like i'm i have a registered legit business in the state of oregon and for me i'm battling with people who are just people on facebook or instagram who can take good photos but they're actually not a legit business or anything like that and sometimes people are getting screwed by not doing contracts or working with legit people and stuff like that and you know People got to do the research on who they work with for sure. (laughs) Oh, for sure, man. So a little bit of a segue. One of the biggest hurdles of running a business is the day-to-day struggle of being an entrepreneur. It's, It's hard stuff, man. Especially in the beginning when you're still figuring things out and you don't have the habits and, and routines dialed in that really set your day up for success. How do you structure your days and, and what's been effective in enabling you to just not just stay afloat but actually thrive and find joy in your business day in and day out 
for me, definitely is, yeah, I definitely need a routine and schedule for my day um, because, yeah, you can lose track of the day. You can just get lost in doing whatever you want to do, really, because, yeah, like I said, that free will is nice. But nobody me, looking over your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me, um, I'll wake up every day and, you know, I'll have that cup of coffee. I'll write down my list of things that I need to do photos I need to edit, videos I need to edit, uh, prints I need to order, anything that I need to do. And, you know, I'll, I'll set down a list and be like, all right, let's bust these things out right here. Let's do the most, most important things first. And, you know, we'll work our way down the list. And I think, yeah, having that schedule is very important for somebody who's on their day-to-day -day on their own, because yeah, uh, without that, sometimes you'll lose it. And for me, I like to try to keep I'll write down all the things that I need to do man I'll try I'll make it look heavy super heavy like I'm, I'm never gonna get all these things done in that one day but that's fine I don't need to because you know tomorrow I, it's another day I can get those things done tomorrow and that's the nice thing about being your own boss but yeah man but I, you got to be able to prioritize yeah that, right? yeah having if that if you can't see what's important what's urgent then yes you're going to fall behind. Yeah. The most important thing is knowing what's important on that list and making sure you get that list done. Other people might not like other people don't do lists. Lists aren't their things, but for me, whatever, whatever it is for people out there, you know, write it down, get it in your notebook, you know, your planner, whatever it is and bust it out. Just stay on top of it. Be consistent. And that's, I think a lot for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, that's the thing that you know, they fall to the wayside on us being consistent and getting those lists done. Yeah, dude, hundred percent. My word of the year is consistency. And that applies to, to all things, healthy habits, you know, working out, eating well, you know, drinking less, whatever the case may be all the way to business. Like for me, I, I use lists. I also use like Asana for project management yep. and being consistent and actually doing that work, sitting down, putting pen to paper, prioritizing what I need to get done in the day, what's important, what's not, what's urgent, what's not, so that I can figure out the best way to structure my day in between calls and then podcasts and all the other things that yeah. are going on or yeah, exactly. an email from a client that's, you know, got some problem and then that's sucks an hour down the rabbit hole. So yep. if you don't have the structure, you're, you're always going to get distracted by what other people are throwing your way. Yeah, totally, man. I agree. I mean, yeah, that's the big thing. Like, is just stay on top of it. Know your goals. Write them down. Your goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my goal. Knowing my goals, writing my stuff down in, in my planner and you know my list. Like I was telling you about my daily list is just, yeah, get those goals. And I write. I'll write down everything, man. I'll edit photos clean the clean the bathroom whatever Walk the it dog is. yeah <laughs> whatever it is i'll write it all down man check it all off because by the end of the day and you get that list done you'll feel good you'll feel like you accomplished something and i think for a lot of people who are transitioning from a day-to-day -day job you know not being their own boss to now being their own boss that's that's a hard transition because yeah you're like all right i'm so used to you know always having a schedule and you know yeah, someone setting my schedule yeah that too and it's like all right now how do i do it so make your own start just doing it yeah 100 man so another segue you went through bankruptcy at some point correct yes sir 
So I'm, I'm really curious because this is something that most people, myself included, do not have a clue about. And I mean, a lot of businesses go bankrupt. That's just the reality of life. Do you have any insights or, or advice for someone who may be facing that situation at some point? I mean, clearly it wasn't the end of the world for you. You climbed out and got back on the path to success. So what was that like for you? Yeah, so that my bankruptcy, I was back in my mid-20s and that was like really before I even dove into photography as like a full-time job or anything like that. But um, yeah, that it was a scary thing because I really didn't know like what, what bankruptcy was going to do or how it was going to affect me or like, like, I didn't know what it was. It sounds like a scary thing, but I was it like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the worst thing in the world, but it actually helped me out a lot because when I was working, I had two dead end job, dead end jobs. And I, uh, I was, my car kept breaking down. I was using credit cards to help me fix things and I couldn't pay things on time. And I was just digging myself into a hole like a lot of people do. And I was just like, all right, there's nothing I can do. I I filed for bankruptcy and, you know, you have to pay some money for a lawyer and and go, go to court and, you know, but through the classes that they make you take for bankruptcy, I learned a lot about you know just money savings and money management and different things you can do i was like wow this is actually very insightful and after after you go through bankruptcy there's just lots of things that you know you're a lot more wary of i think after you know you've learned these things from the class your your stress from being going through bankruptcy and you're like you not being able to pay your bills and yeah, it just really gave me a fresh start and a clean slate and you can't climb out of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's that's not, what it is designed for at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. It is not the end of the world. It is scary to think that you have to do that, but from a business standpoint and just like being able to clean your slate, that does help a lot. Um, but yeah, so you're just able not to not to make any mistakes for a while. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly, man. So as a marketing guy, I'm always interested to learn how other small businesses, small business owners like yourself made it work. So talk to me about launching your business and, and how you're able to market it and help it grow effectively. Like what worked well and perhaps like what didn't work well? What did you try that, that totally failed? Hmm. So yeah, I think I think Facebook and social media platforms definitely help with, I mean, a lot of businesses. But for me, being able to do photos, I joined a lot of Facebook groups that were for, for, for photography or for weddings just locally. And I just kind of started putting myself out there. Um, I kind of started telling people and being like, hey, I'm a photographer. I work locally. Um at the time, at first, you know, I was just doing people's stuff for free. I was showing people what I had and people were, were taking a chance on me. And so, yeah, Facebook was a big help with that. And I would say Instagram is a lot of just showing your stuff. I don't really get a lot of leads from Instagram. I tell a lot of people like Facebook is, you know, 
a little bit of a show-off place less than where you're going to get a lot of your business per se but other people might have luck with that too but i i would say that the social media platforms were uh, just the main start for me and getting into facebook groups and then we talked about the website having that website where people can go that was the big other big thing for me i get a lot of my leads through my website and um yeah i think just at first setting up a facebook page an instagram page that people can go to nowadays depending on what your business is you can set up tiktok youtube all sorts of other things depending on what you're trying to promote you know and you know i i think that uh it's a lot easier for people to promote their businesses nowadays through all these platforms like that you're now than ever before for sure yeah and uh it's really just about you know making sure you have a solid platform you know like don't just start because you want to start start and be prepared you know have have good photos yeah have good photos have have a a good you know a menu or whatever it is you're selling or you know whatever it is just have a good plan go into it with you know prepared and i think that'll always help your start a lot if you look professional comparative just yeah you know it's always shocking to me like you find even established businesses that have been around for years that have zero online presence like they are just not findable whatsoever mm-hmm. and you know i mean of course you can still make it if you've got a great business you can create referrals there's a lot of other things you can do but think about how much easier it's going to be if you do have that solid foundation you are findable when people do look you up they find something that's impressive and that leads them down the path that you want them to take to that desired next step. And like you said, you need to have a plan. You don't want to just go into it and create a Facebook page, create an Instagram, throw up a, you know, a free GoDaddy site that that looks terrible and then just leave it in the graveyard never to to give it much attention again. Like you got to again be consistent and go yeah. in and, and nurture it just like a garden and then it's going to yield fruit as long as you keep up the work, make sure that you're following the plan that you set, looking at you know, best examples that you can find out there for inspiration. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's so many great resources out there and getting the word out, Facebook groups, any online community, especially when you're getting started, like giving away value for free. In your case, like getting clients and doing work for free to build up your portfolio, but also I'm sure getting reviews from those people. So like you're getting value from it. You're building up credibility. Those people can send you referrals. It's all about putting yourself out there exactly. and building a community. Exactly. Yeah. And that, and yeah, being personable in my, in my line of work, just, yeah, word of mouth, people saying, Hey, you know, I worked with this awesome photographer. He was really, he was really good. He took good photos of our kids. He can take good photos of your kids too. You know, yeah. uh, that's, that's huge in my line of work as well, because yeah, a lot of the time, you know, people will see things on the internet, but they they need that more person to person connection and you know yeah good word of mouth helps a lot as well for sure you know referral is always going to be a better lead than than somebody that just finds you cold and yeah having that personal touch building that relationship that's what it's all about so we've talked a lot about business but business is just the vehicle 
that enables us to live fulfilling lives and, and find joy outside of work. At least that's the case for me. I know there's some people that just like to work, but <laughs> I like to, to get my work done and then go do fun stuff with my friends and family. Exactly. But one of the, yeah, exactly. But one of the biggest hurdles that, that I think we all face at one time or another is living a well-rounded life and doing the things that, that bring us joy with the people we care about most. So what is living a well rounded, well-balanced life between business and your passions, your hobbies, your family look like for you. And that, yeah. And that was a big part of why I wanted to run my own business was because I wanted to live a more rounded life. Uh, when I was working two jobs at a time, I was stressed and, you know, was, didn't feel like I had that, you know, same relationship with my family or my parents or my girlfriend and stuff like that. And, yeah, I mean, for me, having a well-rounded life means a lot, like being able to spend time with my family and, you know, my parents, like I know they're not going to be around forever. So I want to be able to 100%. cherish those moments with them that I am able to have. And then at the same time, my own time being able to go out and go snowboarding and go hiking with my dog and go camping and those types of things, being able to you know, experience all the things that I want to experience. That's, that's what it means to have a, a well-rounded life to me, because like, I'm able to experience love. I'm able to experience joy. I'm able to experience, you know, all the things that I want to experience, but while still being able to get, you know, work done and, you know, pay the bills and that type of thing. And, you know, and that's, I think that's at the end of the day, it's like, you got to decide what's really important to you, like, is having all these materialistic things and, you know, stacking up all this money and, you know, building an empire. Is that, is that what is important to you? Is that what makes you happy? Chase it, do it. Yeah. If it is great. Yeah. But, for me, but you got to know. Yeah. For me, it's a little bit different. Like I want to be able to travel and see the world and, you know, spend time with my, you know, my girlfriend and, you know, do those things. And yeah, I'm with you, man. Go to the gym and stay healthy. And, you know, <laughs> got to be able to, you know, snowboard and get out there and not die. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be able to do those things for, for as long as I possibly can. So yeah, prioritizing health is, is huge for me. And that means like carving out the time to go to the gym, carving out the time to you know, meditate and to, to grocery shop and get healthy food in our fridge and our pantry so that we can cook good meals at home and aren't just like, oh, yeah, let's go eat out, eat out again because we failed yeah. to plan. Yeah, so I mean, I think, yeah, I think find those things that are important to you in your life and, you know, try to mold that into everything that you do, like go on trips, plan trips, go spend time with your loved ones, do the things you want to do because it's yeah. not that much time. <laughs> no. You got to design your, your business or whatever you do around that. So yeah. that it doesn't keep just getting punted off or, you know, you find that you just don't have time for it. If you live it intentionally by design, then you're going to ultimately get to reap the rewards and, and follow through on what does bring you joy. So exactly. I think like me, I mean, you're someone who wakes up most mornings, I would guess, with a positive mindset. And and you can keep that going even when <laughs> shit hits the fan for the most part. Do you have, is that is that kind of true? Uh, 
from, you seem like a positive what, guy. From what my friends tell me, that is spot on. All right. <laughs> so do you have any like habits or, or practices that enable you to maintain that that positive vibe, that positive mindset and solve problems even when things get tough? Yeah, so the, I mean, this probably started way back when, but for me, it first came to me when I realized that, you know, life is short and how much time am I going to be wasting on being stressed or upset or worried about situations that I can't control? So I was just like, all right, I'm going to try to wake up every morning, you know, be positive, be motivated, you know, do the things that I need to do. And, you know, at first, when you're first trying to practice those things, sometimes that can be hard. I mean, even still, I get stressed about things and it bugs me, but I feel like now as I'm, as I try to practice those things more and, you know, I, I have a routine of, you know, right. Coffee de-stress you know in the morning see what I need to do as I put these habits in place like it just it just became easier to handle situations with a more calm and easy mindset I think and uh I mean I didn't always I I I wasn't always like this I think when I was in my younger 20s you know I, I could get triggered and a, a lot more you know stressed easier but yeah. as I got older like I said just trying to practice these things and you know certain situations that I come across with people on a day-to-day basis like people are working in a in a customer service job and people are coming into you and they're yelling at you or they're upset about whatever it's like you know, you have to realize like, you know, maybe that person's going through something in their day. That's not all on you. Try not to weigh it on you as much, you know, like, and so I try to look at that same. If I get, if I'm going out and I'm, you know, dealing with people and that's how they're acting, that's, that's kind of how I try to let it fall off on my shoulders. It's like, you know, people are, people are going through a lot of things in their day-to-day life all around us. And, people are stressed and if i'm gonna if i'm gonna contribute one thing to society it's gonna be i'm gonna try to be you know a good positive you know happy person out there because we need a lot more of that in this world because it's just man it's hard sometimes for people to be like that and I just, I, I wish more people could wake up with the same mindset I have sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. It's, it's hard though. It is hard. And I think having the right routines and training yourself through those routines and habits to be able to handle the tough situations, whatever it may be, it gets easier, the more consistent you are with it. And I love what you said, but, but just about being that source of positivity, because mm-hmm. like, for me, it's the same. I want to be a beacon of love, a beacon of positivity, a beacon of support for the lives of people around me, whether it's my friends, my family, or just a random stranger I come across, you know, in my day-to-day life that looks like they're having a hard time. And it's a lot easier when you're, you're not focused and stressed about something that didn't go well in your business that day or at work or at home, you know, being able to see the bright and, and focus on even if it is really bad right now, it's going to pass and there's going to be joy to be had down the road. That's how I always try to think about it is like, 
we'll get through this. <laughs> same, same. I've been, I like I said, I've been in the bottom, and so for me, it's like, man, it's it's definitely gonna be, get better because I've been there, and we're definitely not there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And so you're you're an adventurous dude, like you said, you you like to snowboard, you like to travel, you like to explore. You were a semi-pro football coach, which we haven't talked about yet. Maybe we should. You yeah. like to to do all this epic stuff. Um, do you have any like rules or habits or, or ways of structuring your, your life to create more adventure and get to do those fun things that you like to do? Man, for me, it's take a trip every year, no matter what. Like, yes. Yes. I, I have to like, uh, we work so hard, man. So it's like reap the rewards of what all this hard work that, that we put in, you know, so it's don't like, put it off. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like every year I try to take, you know, a good, you know, at least a week and a half, two week long trip, you know, somewhere to so, somewhere that I haven't been. And yeah, for me, that's, that's my main habit is just take a trip every year. And, you know, do you do it spontaneously or do you like, you get it on the books early Ooh, so that yeah. you know it's going to so, happen? <laughs> so I'm a big planner, man. So yeah. I, I like to plan it out. I like to research all the places I'm going all yep. everything so yeah i usually try to like to get it on the books pretty far in advance and then you know plan everything out but yeah, yeah man i yeah for me it's just life is short and there's so many cool places to go and cultures cultures to experience and foods to try and all sorts of things and man get out there and live it because it's it's an amazing world out there it is an amazing world man and we can most of us anyway can never even see a tiny fraction of it all and yeah. you gotta you gotta prioritize it if that's what you like to do some people don't like to travel and that's totally fine but if it's something that you desire you know i think like just think about my parents like they never really traveled much and i think they they thought they would have the time and the health and the ability to do it more when they were retired and that's just not the case man they're they're not as mobile as as they probably thought they would be so they're limited in what they can do and you know just didn't get to experience it to the to the level that i think they wish they had so yeah when i was younger i i lived with my 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 grandparents for a while and my grandpa was big into camping and fishing and hunting and everything like that and so when I was young he took me out and I got to do a lot of that and I think that really started my you know my love for you know being outside you know traveling and he was always ambitious always going my grandparents were always going on cool trips with their friends to different places all over the place and I was like man I want to do that and then when my grandpa passed away people who came to his uh memorial of life they all talked about that like my grandpa was had friends from all over the place come and you know and i was just like i want that to be you know how i go when i pass when i pass i want to be remembered like that and so i was just like all right travel do what i like do what i love to do and i was like how can i do that and so photography was it there you go man and that's something that allows you to travel and, and yeah you know practice what you love no matter where you go so I, I love that man you're living living your dreams and you know part of our focus is in the show is looking at entrepreneurship through the lens of being an adventure and in every great adventure story there's 
a guide or a mentor who leads the hero down the path to reaching their goal. So bringing back that you were, you were a head football coach for a semi-pro team. So like you, you kind of were that guide for your players, for your team. What, what were like some principles or, or things that you really focused on instilling in your team to help them overcome obstacles to, to live up to their full potential? Like, do you have any kind of rules that you followed there or, or things that, that come to mind that were consistent throughout your coaching career? For one, yeah. Trying to keep a level head. <laughs> I know yeah. sometimes in football, you can get a little hot, hot headed for, so, oh, for, for sure. sure. And I mean, I was a football player for a long time. Every football player has got an ego, no matter what they say. <laughs> so sometimes when you're talking to guys that, you know, are very passionate about, you know, a sport that they're playing. It's like, all right, how do I, how am I going to come across to these guys? So for one, it was like, all right. Yeah. Keep a level head for one. And then the other things are love what you're doing out there. You know, for me, it was all about a brotherhood and a bond that we had as like a family and the passion for just playing a sport that you love because football is, it's a tough sport as if you haven't played football it's kind of hard to understand like what it's like to be out on a football field with yeah. 11 guys literally going to battle basically and 100%. yeah it's like it's it's all about passion it's and i think that's led me through a lot of the things that I, that i do in life and that was coaching too like so I wanted these kids to be motivated about, about being there, showing up, doing what they love to do. And then at the same time, be happy and enjoy what they're doing because yeah, you won't get to do it forever. Yeah, exactly. You know, our football is not meant for, for our bodies to be played forever. That is for sure. And yeah, man. So coaching, I just wanted to make sure that I was always there for those guys. I always wanted to be, you know, an ear for those guys. I always wanted to make sure that they needed something. They could call me, text me, whatever. And uh, yeah, man, it was, yeah, it was all about just allowing those guys to have a person that they could come to have a solid structure because I love to plan things yeah. and making sure that everything was organized for those guys. And, so they could just have fun yeah play the sport i mean i love it man and when i played football it it was a brotherhood i mean you are going to battle out there for for 60 minutes and you gotta love and care for every single one of your brothers that are standing beside you because you put in the work to to get there you put the plan in place your coaches organized it and now it's your time to to implement it together so yeah beautiful yeah. thing yeah like I said, for me, the motivation was like, I had been through it all, man. I felt like, I felt like for these kids that there's nothing that they couldn't come to and ask me about. And so I was just like, I'll be that motivator for those guys. You know, and I knew I saw the coaches that they had in the past and I wanted to make a change in the culture. And, you know, I felt like I did that for those kids and played out well. <laughs> Love it, man. So as we wrap things up, I have a choose your own adventure question. So you can, you can pick whichever you like or 
you know, do both if you want, but what, what's your favorite place you visited in you know the past few years or, or what is a recent adventure that you went on? And in either case, what was it like? What made it so memorable? What was like a favorite meal or, or drink you had there? And, and did you learn anything from the experience <laughs> that you took away? All right. I'll tell, I'll tell a, a funny adventure that I went on recently, a really fun adventure. It was uh, this past uh, summer, this past August, my girlfriend and I, we went to uh, North, Cades, North Cascades National Park up in yeah. Washington. We did this hike that we were going to, I think it was called the North Cascades Trail, I believe. Um, but anyways, uh, so I'm like reading the hike. I'm like, it's about 10 miles, nothing too crazy, you know. And so when we start going on this adventure, we're getting torn apart by biting flies. And oh, the worst. Oh, dude, the absolute worst. And couldn't keep them off of us. The bug spray that we had didn't work for biting, biting flies. And so my girlfriend was hating me the whole way up. Shit, like the absolute worst. But through the struggle of all the 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 switchbacks, I think there was probably 50 switchbacks that we went through and all the struggle of the biting flies we got to the top and it was an absolutely beautiful amazing view that i took a photo of that i now sell for one of my prints um, like through photography but man the just the struggle of getting up there through all the biting flies i thought my girlfriend was gonna rip my head off (laughs) (laughs) i told her i was just like we're almost there we're almost there didn't say anything about the flies it's not my fault it did not it did not and so but man i i've been to lots and like you're saying the last five years like I've been to lots of beautiful places, lots of national parks and stuff like that. But top of my list is still going to be Utah. I love Utah. That place is just so different, unique, beautiful. Being from the Pacific Northwest, we don't have big, beautiful red rocks like that for sure. I mean, if you haven't been to Utah, go. It's beautiful out there. (laughs) Yeah, it's on on the top of my list. I want to make a road trip out there here. Maybe this summer. We'll see. So... Tyler, my man, where, where can we find you online? Where can we support you? Website, socials, things like that. Man, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all under Lost in the Trees Media. Lost in the Trees Media. Yeah, my, my website, lostinthetreesmedia.com. All really easy to find. Google search me, Lost in the Trees Media, everywhere. <laughs> Boom. Well, we'll put it in the show notes for, for everyone listening and Brother, man, this was a lot of fun. I, I really yeah, appreciate thank it. Thanks for joining me. And, you know, you're on a path to prosperity and you're living life intentionally by design. You're not reacting to, to what life throws at you. And I have no doubt that you're going to help a lot of people along the way. So I look forward to following your journey and cheering you on, my man. So thanks again. Thank you so much, brother. It was great talking. And until next time, bro. You too, man. To all of our adventurous listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share this on social media or with someone you know will get some value from it. Leaving a review goes a long way in helping people find the show. And I personally appreciate reading them when they come in. So please go drop one if you have the time. We'll see you all next week. And remember, 
Whether we're talking about business or the things that bring us joy outside of work, life is meant for exploring. So go out there and live it one adventure at a time.